It's that Peggy Mom. Do, do, do. Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of That Pagan Mom. I'm your host, Eric Wren, and I'm just really glad that you're here with me. Last week, I talked about sacred rest and why January can be a really rough month for a lot of us. But I forgot to mention something that's kind of important for this podcast, and it's that every month has an overarching theme that the episodes, the weekly episodes will tie into. And the, the monthly theme for January is actually self-care, which, you know, works out. I say that like I didn't plan it, which works out because this week's episode is about self-confidence and self-love and a little bit about the full moon in Leo that's coming up on the 25th of January. So in a couple of days, it's the first full moon of the year. And I'm hoping that you will all join me in taking advantage of that really good full moon energy and that really good Leo energy that'll be swirling around um, because I am going to tell you all about a ritual I do a couple times a year. I'm going to share it with you. And I'm hoping you will join me in doing this ritual for self-care and self-love on the Leo full moon on the 25th. Now, I'm going to say this, and I just full disclosure, I am not an astrology girly. I know some stuff about astrology, but I don't know a lot. I, I mean, I know more than the average bear, but... Not much more. You know what I mean? Um, so maybe maybe I don't have this correct, but this is just my opinion, right? And I'm, I feel confident in giving this opinion, and my qualifications are the fact that both of my parents are Leos. Those two weirdos were born 363 days apart. They're early August Leos, for anybody who knows what that means. You're welcome. Anyways, so I associate Leo... Leo energy, Leo's themselves, Leo season in, you know, August, whatever, all of it was self-confidence because two of the most self-confident people I have ever met in my life are my parents. And as I said, they are both Leos, right? And so I associate with self-confidence and self-love with Leos. And I, I really like the idea of using that confident energy and just pouring it into ourselves, right? Pouring it into yourself, pouring, helping your kids pour it into themselves. Why not, right? It tis the season uh, or something. I don't know. Anyway, this to me, like I said, this moon is all about confidence, right? And what is a good thing that you can do with self-confidence? Take down bullies. <laughs> you can take down bullies. Now I say that because A, January is one of the bigger bullying months of the year, in my opinion. We're coming off the holidays, and it's the whole new year, new me thing, and the TV is full of advertisements for diet programs and gym memberships and all sorts of stuff. And it's like, you know what? I don't know how to say it other than this. The media is a bully. I mean, we know that for various reasons, but like... Everywhere there are messages about how we're not good enough, and that's some bullying-ass behavior, if ever there was any. On top of that, I recently saw something on TikTok about a kid being bullied for having the wrong kind of cup at school. Like, she had one of those reusable cups, but it wasn't a Stanley, and so kids were picking on her, and like, a cup is a cup is a cup, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. I have, a, I have a little knockoff Stanley 
right here and I filled it with ice at like noon and it is 10:41 p.m. and the ice is still in here and this is like the third bottle of water I've put in here and there you go. So, yeah. Anyways, um another little bit of bullying that's recently come across my like awareness. Um, came when I was talking to a friend of mine and they mentioned that their kids have a couple of bullies who pick at them at school. And like, why, why do people have to be shitty? Like, I understand kids are going to be kids and their brains are developing. And let's be honest, kids kind of suck sometimes, even, even our own kids. And so I get it. Kids are going to bully each other because that's what they do. But like, we don't have to let it affect us. And we certainly don't have to let our kids be affected by bullies. We don't have to sit back and let it happen. And I say that both as a parent and as somebody who had a pretty mean bully for most of my life. Like I'm not, I'm not going to get into the details, but I had some, I dealt with some pretty, pretty horrendous bullying for most of my life. And it wasn't until I was an adult that I really found the tools to kind of push through that and to, you know, build up my own self-confidence. And I'm not going to lie. Most days I'm very much fake it until you make it when it comes to confidence, but that's enough. It still gets me through the day, right? Because even if you're faking it, eventually it will become a habit and then it will become reality. So like I said, you know, self-confidence is good for taking down bullies, but I don't just mean taking down, like I said, the media that's constantly telling us we're not enough or school bullies or whatever. We sometimes bully ourselves. A lot, a lot, a lot of us have, you know, that mean voice in our head that tells us we're not good enough. And we have to be able to shine a light on all of the good things about ourselves to, to, you know, work against those mean thoughts. At least I do, <laughs> you know, maybe you don't, but I definitely do. And so I will be doing this self-love and self-confidence ritual that is really for all ages um, with myself and with my son on the 25th. By the way, um, my son is called Haggis on social media. That's just what we call him. Um, so I'll be calling him that in this podcast as well. That's not his real name, but you know, we're pagans. Lots of pagans don't use the real names. So there's that. And like I said, um, I think I said it. If I didn't, I'm saying it now. Um, after the ritual, I'm going to have a few full moon book recommendations that I'm going to give y'all. And I will also list those um, books in the show notes, right? So let's get started. So the first thing you're going to do um, for this ritual is set up your ritual space. Now that could be casting a circle. That can be setting up an altar. If you don't do any of those things, because I actually do know that there are a couple of non-pagans who have been listening. I say have been listening to the podcast. There's one episode beside this. But I, I have a couple of listeners who um, aren't pagan. And so if you want to do this, um, it's as simple as light a candle. You know, sit down, sit down at your kitchen table or at your desk um, at home. Please don't light a candle at work. I don't want you to get in trouble with HR but sit down at your desk at home or at your kitchen table, light a candle, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth a few times, sort of settle yourself. And then you're going to 
use the tools that, uh, or the supplies that I'm about to list out for you, right? So the supplies you're going to need are um, paper, a writing utensil, some water that's in a drinking vessel, extra points if it's an off-brand Stanley. Anyway, <laughs> you're going to need those things. And then you're going to need the paper, uh, you know, pen or a pencil or something, and water in a drinking vessel for each person who's doing this. So once you're settled in your ritual space and you've got your paper and your pen and everything ready to go, um, I want you to write a list of things you love about yourself. Now, this can be physical attributes. This can be, you know, you know, talents you have, little, you know, funny little, you know, skills you have or your abilities. I'm having a hard time thinking of things you can write down, but I mean, literally anything you love about yourself can work. If you love the way you smile, write it down. If you love the way you make a cup of coffee, write it down. If you love the way you laugh, write it down. And you don't write it down twice because I also love the way you laugh. Anyway, um, I'm joking about that, but like, I, yeah. Anyway, each person should write down a list of things they love about themselves. And as much as I said, you know, write down <laughs> your laugh because I love it too, which I don't have to hear your laugh to tell you that I love it. Laughter is one of my favorite sounds. Um, it should be things you love about yourself. And, you know, for your kids, it should be things they love about themselves. Now, if you have younger kids, it might be hard for them to come up with things. So absolutely walk them through the process. And if they need your help to tell them what is lovable about them, absolutely go for it. And the thing is, this also comes in play for adults. You know, when I first did this with my coven, my coven sisters had to walk me through things that they loved about me. Like that's actually how we started the process, whereas we listed a couple of things that we loved about each person in the coven so that they could sit and kind of think on those things, so that those things could take root, those lovely things, so they could see the, the beauty in themselves, right? And so if that's what you need to do, that works too. But at the end, what you need is a list of things that you love about yourself or that your kids love about themselves, right? So once you've got that list written, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to take that water that's in the drinking vessel. And by the way, if it's moon water, that would be even more special, but it is not required. Any water works. And you're going to take the water in the cup and you're going to speak over the, the vessel, right? You're going to speak over the drinking vessel and you're going to read the list of things you love about yourself over the water. And the reason we're doing this is because, at least in, in my tradition, in heathenry, when you are in a ritual setting speaking over the drinking vessel, which is usually a horn, your words echo through that liquid into the well at the base of the world tree. And your words then vibrate up up the world tree and vibrate out into the branches, into all of the realms and all of the beings in those realms, all of the gods, all of the ancestors, everyone hears these things you're saying about yourself. They hear your self-love and they cheer you on. At least in my mind, they cheer you on. And that's kind of special, right? But the other thing that I like to think um, about when I speak over 
liquid in a vessel is that it vibrates that that water, right? That sacred holy water or whatever the liquid is. And then that si those vibrations vibrate across all the water and all time and all space. And the human body is made up mostly of water and our, and our earth is made up mostly of water. Most living things are made up mostly of water. So there you go. <laughs> you know, that sacred water that connects all of us vibrates with the sound of our voices and with the frequency that is the love we're pouring out into the world, both of our, about ourselves and about others. And so that's why I have this part of the ritual where we speak our love into the liquid because that liquid takes on that love and it vibrates it across the universe. At least, again, that's my opinion. You don't have to agree, but you know it would be really cool if you did. So there's that. Now, after you read your list, I, I've, I've been calling it your love list <laughs> in my notes. So after you read your love list, I want you to take a few sips of the water and just feel that water going down your throat and into your belly and just filling your body with self-love and self-confidence, right? Just feel that magical energy kind of radiate from your center out into your extremities, every single strand of hair, every digit, you know, every skin cell is just filled with that wonderful, magical love you have for yourself. And then <laughs> save some of the water. You can drink, this, you know, drink a decent amount of it if you want, but save some because you're going to use that rest of the water to wash your face, your hands, and your hair. If you don't have hair, wash the top of your head with it. Um, because, you know, the act of washing your body is both, like the physical act is, you know, it's a physical thing, but it's also spiritual. You are taking a spiritual bath. You are bathing yourself in love. And that love is going to wash all the negativity out of your hair and away from your body. And it, it honestly, it, it feels really wonderful to do. So there's that. Now, after you've had some of the water to drink and maybe taken your ritual shower or bath, um, by the way, if you have kids and they're not old enough to shower, um, you can just pour the water into their bath water. Let them swim in it, right? Let them, it's not going to be the worst thing they've ever had in their bath water. And I say this as a mom whose kid routinely pees in the bath. So <laughs> like do what you got to do. Um, but after the, after the ritual bath, after the, the, the love list has been read and all that, and before bed, I want you to go into the bathroom, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. And I'm so proud of the wonderful things you did today. Now you can specifically say your name, right? Like when I do this, cause I do do this, I do it. I do it after I brush my teeth every morning, but you can do it, you know, any time of day, but this first night I want you to do it before bed. And I want you to look yourself in the mirror and I want you to say, I love you, say your name. And I am so proud of the wonderful things you did today. And you know, that's it. <laughs> that's really it. That's all there is to it. You know, you can keep reading the love list every morning when you get up before you go to school or work or whatever. And you can 
encourage your babies to do it too. And all, by the way, all people 18 and under are babies. I don't care who you are. They're all babies to me in a good way. Like they're youngins <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so you can read the lit, your list, encourage your babies to do the same. And I know it won't always be easy to read those lists, but that's okay. Because the moments it's the hardest to read those lists are the moments you need to read those lists the most. And if you want to continue saying, I love you and I'm so proud of the wonderful things you did today to yourself, please, please, please do. And again, <laughs> it may not always be easy, but the days it's the hardest are the days you're going to need it the most. And, you know, those are the, always the days I've needed it the most. Um, you know, I'm, by the way, also going to be, like I said, doing this. I'm, I try to do it a couple of times a year, and it's time for me to re-up that. And, uh, yeah. So remember um, that even if your love list doesn't make you feel better, that the moon sees you and knows you're special because the moon has been a law, you know, around a lot longer than the rest of us have, and it has never seen anyone exactly like you before. And that's pretty fucking cool. Is that cheesy? Yes. Do I care? No. Because <laughs> I'm right. Argue with your mom. Anyways, um, speaking of the moon and things that are cool, I now have some book recs for you all. Uh, the first book is Kitten's First Full Moon by Kevin, I want to say it's Hanks, uh, it's Kevin spelled K-E-V-I-N, last name is H-E-N-K-E-S. Now, this is a picture book, and it's very much for quote-unquote little kids, but it's cute, and I love it, and it comes with the added bonus of having activities that, like, teachers and parents have made, and then just posted on you know, teacher pay teachers or on their blogs and you can go and look this stuff up and find these activities like on Pinterest or just Google it. Um, and that's pretty cool too. I've used some of those with my own son. So there's that. And the, um, so that's Kitten's First Full Moon. And by the way, like I said earlier, these books are all going to be in the show notes. Um, and I, I think some of them are available digitally from libraries. And um, I'm going to also link, because of that, I'm going to link Libby, which is a really neat device um, that libraries often use, well, that libraries use, um, so that you can use their digital books, right? Their, their eBooks and stuff like that. And so you don't have to go through Kindle because this is, this is free and it's a wonderful, wonderful um, program. I actually have three different library cards. I have a library card for my hometown. I have a library card for Brooklyn and I have a library card for Queens because they're available for New York City residents. Um, and all three of them, um, all three of those library cards are on my Libby. So I can pick out, I can check out books from all of them, which is really great. So anyway, those will be linked um, in the show notes. The next book uh, is called A Full Moon is Rising by Marilyn Singer and Julia Cairns. So this is a book of poems about the moon. And it's the moon and how people experience the moon all around the world. The art is lovely. This is a book of poems. And I just want to say that, A, I used the ebook version of this. I checked it out from my library and I have it on my iPad right now. And as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to read a couple more of those poems. 
So first, the so there's that. <laughs> the art is lovely and the poem, poems are super sweet. And I want to just say that I particularly enjoyed that the first poem takes place in New York City. And actually... I have been in the same spot that the like the, that is painted in that picture or drawn in that picture for the poem here in New York City watching the moon and it just it it reflects my lived experiences and I really really enjoyed that. And again, I'm 40. This is clearly a book for kids, but I was like, "Hell yeah, I've been there." It was great. So, definitely recommend that. And it it talks about different moon experiences from again around the world. Really lovely stuff. So, the last standalone book is called Full Moon Lore by Ellen Wall and Ashley Stewart. Actually, I don't think it's Wall. I think I have the wrong last name. But again, I will, <laughs> I will link in the show notes. Um, this, this book, full disclosure, I've only read a sample of this one. But I liked it so much I actually bought a copy. And it's supposed to be here in a couple of days. Um, and I'm really excited about it. And I'll post about it on my Instagram and stuff. Um, but the book itself tells the story of each full moon that happens throughout the year. So like there's a section about the January full moon, which is also known as the wolf moon or the cold moon. And it, it talks about why the moon is called what it's called, tells the story behind it. There's really beautiful illustrations and I'm really excited for this book to arrive because I'm absolutely planning to talk about this book in every full moon episode I do. I am so freaking excited, you guys. So yeah, um, so I'm waiting for that to arrive, but I promise when it does, you will all know. And again, I will link that in the show notes. And the last book, Rec, actually comes from a friend of mine's daughter, um, my friend's daughter's name is Dagmar and she is so cool. <laughs> like I'm not even being nice. Like this is le just legitimate. Like I have never met, I've never met this kid, but I, I see all about the things that they do, like they as a family do and that this kid does. And I'm like, what a cool kid. Like my inner like 10 year old is like, wow she's so freaking rad and I want to hang out with her like full stop. Um, and this book series is recommended by her Dagmar and it's called, it's the, is is the, I could talk. It's the Isadora moon book series by Harriet Muncaster. There are 17 books in this series so far. They're rated, um, for ages five to eight. And the cover of the first book, which is called Isadora, uh, Isadora goes to school, tells you flat out that Isadora is half fairy, half vampire, and totally unique. And just, it's wonderful. Um, and the fact that she is half vampire, half fairy, and totally unique reminds me of something. It reminds me of the fact that you are also unique, and you are just as cool and just unique and amazing as Isadora and you are just as wonderful as the cold moon or wolf moon or Leo full moon of January. And with that, I'm going to end things here. Make sure to catch next week's episode where I will be talking about in bulk. 
Um, and remember that you are precious. I love your fucking guts and I will be forever grateful that you are here. Blessed be.